everybody. Welcome to the Meg's Podcast. We're here to make you laugh, bring you a little encouragement, and remind you to squeeze the good today. Hey, hey, welcome to the Meg's Podcast. I'm Meg Rivas. And I'm Megan Coleman. When life gives you lemons in the holidays, handle it like a boss mom. <laughs> handle it, ladies. <laughs> Not like a weird, creepy way. No, did that sound creepy? It sounds a little it. creepy now. <laughs> I meant it to sound like, like, go after it. Go get it, ladies. Go handle, go handle your business. So what are we talking about? What does all that mean, Meg? That is kind of what we're talking about. We had um, a great question, and we'll get to that here in a second, but we just wanted to talk about how crazy the holiday season is and just all that, as a mom, you've got to juggle and handle and do, and how do you do that all? We've got some tips for you. Yeah, because we're officially in November, which I feel like is, you know, kind of kicks off everything, and so it can get kind of stressed out. So I'm glad we're talking about this today. Yep. So we do want to welcome you to our podcast. We would also really love it if you found us on social media. Did you know that we are on Instagram? We're also (laughs) on Facebook. You guys can find us at the Meg's Podcast. So if you haven't already followed us, go follow us today. Maybe even like a post. And if you're feeling like super generous, (laughs) you could like, comment on them too. (laughs) What a concept. Commenting (laughs) on social media. I love it. (laughs) Meg, that's actually one of the ways. So we have, we're listener supported y'all. And we have had some people say, well, what does that actually mean? And just by listening right now, you are supporting us and we appreciate that. If you haven't also subscribed, you can do that. That's another way to support the Meg's podcast. Uh, What are some other ways? Let's see. You could be a sponsor. And if you uh, have a business or you work for a company that you think would be interested in sponsoring, we would love to sponsor, have you as a sponsor. You could donate to the Meg's podcast. You can, what else we got, Meg? Um, You can shop. We have some really cute merchandise items and we'll get to that later too. Um, But, you know, just following us, you know, yeah, like, like we just talked about on social media, that is a huge support, and then sharing our posts, our stories, our posts, our reels. So we just appreciate you guys. In fact, we want to give a big shout out to Amy W. from Texas. Thank you so much for supporting us this week. We really appreciate it. That's right. So what's been good over the last few days? Tell me something Tell me something good. That's a song. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. This was actually last night. It was way fun. Um, You know this. I think I've talked about it in a previous episode, maybe last season, where when we sit down for dinner as a family, we do high-low buffalo. Yes. Right? So Uh for those of you that haven't heard me talk about that before, well, Uh we... Season one episode. Didn't we talk about this? (laughs) I think so. Yeah, but I don't remember which episode. But um, we so we didn't actually sit at the dinner table last night because it's I think I would actually I would call it the craft table more than the dinner table. My girls craft so much and all of it just stays out there. So we sat at the bar last night. But we go through and everybody does a high for their day, a low for their day, and then the 
buffalo. My husband actually came up with that. It's a hairy situation (laughs) that (laughs) you might've gotten into for the day. And it's so fun to listen to the kids respond, you know, to especially the hairy situations like Landry. She yesterday said something about being on the playground and somebody wasn't happy, blah, 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 you know, so it's just fun. But so all the kids went and then at one point, Ben is texting me, Hey, how about, you know, my high is that we go to Chick-fil-A right after dinner and they had no idea and get milkshakes. And I was like, perfect. You know, so I'm like texting, you know, under the table or under the bar so they don't see. And so I do my high, low Buffalo. And then Ben, he gives his, uh, a couple highs, gives a low. And then he was like, Oh wait, I have one more high. Um, tonight when we went to Chick-fil-A and got milkshakes after dinner and all the kids like stopped what they were doing and they're like, wait, what? Are you serious? And we're like, yeah, throw your dishes in the sink. Let's go. And so we all piled in the car with the dog, did a quick run through the drive-thru at Chick-fil-A and got milkshakes. And it was fun. It was just sweet to see their faces and they just the surprise moment, you know, you don't, it doesn't have to be these big things that you do for your kids just to see the joy. And so it was so fun last night doing that, you know, before all the meltdowns of tired kids and sugar before bed and all that. (laughs) (laughs) But I love that. You're right. It doesn't have to be some big, grand, you know, planned out thing. I really love that. And I love uh, Chick-fil-A milkshakes. Oh, yeah. We are a sucker for those. Did you get the mac and cheese too? No, we had already eaten dinner. So you should have gotten one just to go. I know, man. It's like my weakness, mac and cheese. The Chick-fil-A mac and cheese is really good. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What was good for you? Okay. I feel like this does need a drum roll, and I know you don't like doing drum rolls, but this has been a long time coming. What is it? What you got? There it is. Okay. My good, what has been good this week is Haley's school, elementary school, finally opened up. They are letting parents (gasps) volunteer and help out with Red Ribbon Week, Trunk or Treat, fall. uh, They're doing fall parties. And you're all in there. I signed up for, I will probably regret this. Let do a check back with me in three days (laughs) because, and we need to get into red ribbon week here in a second, Mm -hmm. but um, I signed up for all of it. Like I'm on the list. I'm just waiting to be cleared on the background checklist, which I will be, but I'm just (laughs) hopefully. (laughs) So yeah, I signed up for all of it, but I was just like, oh, yay, finally, this will be the first time in two years that I will have been able to go into her school and like participate as a parent for anything. Isn't Actually, that so it's over, nice? over two years. So I'm excited. She doesn't know. She thinks I'm just kind of helping donate some items and stuff. So oh, she's going to freak out when she sees you. I get to show up and kind of surprise Ugh. her. That's so fun, Meg. I love that. So that's my good for this week. Again, check back with me, though, in three days (laughs) after I've volunteered for all the things. So this episode, I want to start out by saying we received a question from a listener. So one, thank you to Jennifer G. in Texas. She had a great question, and we are going to address it today on this episode. 
She said, how do you juggle all of it? And during the holidays. Mm -hmm. And I, I, her question was a little bit more specific. I think she is a working mom. And we know we have listeners that are uh, stay-at-home moms, uh, working moms, even moms that work from home. That's right. a whole thing now too. So we know we're kind of covering the gamut here. and But we think this really applies to everybody. We wanted to answer her question because me and between me and you, we've done each walk of life. Yeah. Well, how, do you, how would you say that? Each scenario? Season scenario? Each season know. scenario. Yeah. Um, both of us have been full-time working moms. Both of us have been part-time working moms. Both of us have been stay-at-home moms. Both of us now are kind of working from home moms. So I know. All of it. I think we've got some good tips here today that we're going to answer Jennifer's question with. But I don't know if you do this, Megan. When we kind of plan out and start thinking about episodes, do you visualize like what that looks like? Do you have like a visual in your head at all? Of our topic? Like the topic, the episode? No, not at all. <laughs> She's looking at me like <laughs> deer in headlights moment. No, no, no. <laughs> Literally was like, I don't have a clue where you're going with this. Okay. Well, I do. I try to think of some kind of like visual concept that I can, you know, like attach to the episode. And when I think of this episode, I picture a line of ladies like at a starting line, like as if they're about to start a race. And it is every woman from every walk of life, every race, you know, every age group. Maybe one mom has a briefcase and a laptop in her hand, and maybe another mom next to her has a baby on a hip and a stroller, like just a huge variety. And they're at a starting line. And it's not a sprint, the ladies. It's a marathon. And then flashes on the screen. It's go time. It's the holiday season. And guess when it starts? Guess when this this good old race starts? At Red Ribbon Week. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was literally texting with my friends last night. We hate Red Ribbon Week. <laughs> Listen, I miss the good old days when they just told us to stay off drugs by showing like the egg in a skillet, in a like fry frying pan. pan. <laughs> this is what happens to your brain on drugs. <laughs> I feel like from the start of Red Ribbon Week to New Year's Eve, if you're a lady, it's go time. You yeah. don't stop. And it starts at Red Ribbon Week because then you have, so you have Red Ribbon Week, we'll get into that, but then you've got Halloween. And then on the heels of that, some people have like fall breaks and then you have Thanksgiving. And then right after Thanksgiving, you have all the Christmas stuff thrown into the mix of all of that are sporting events, birthday parties, recitals. I feel like it is the busiest holiday parties. It's the busiest time of the year, right? Yeah. And so we know it can get tough and crazy. And you know what? I want to circle back real quick to Red Ribbon Week. Do you know what today was during Red Ribbon Week? Uh, See, for us, it was camo day. It was crazy sock day. I can tell you, Haley knew that it was crazy sock day. She had no idea how it pertained to staying off of drugs. (laughs) 
<laughs> that that's the crazy part is they come up with all these you know wild ways of dressing and it's like a little one liner of I don't even know what the camo it's either camo or patriotic day I I don't even know I literally just told my girls hey just don't do drugs okay <laughs> like, <I got> <laughs> like if we could just skip all this dress up stuff but we do uniforms at our school so my girls like live for this week cuz they can not have to wear uniforms, you know, but ugh. okay. So today was crazy sock day, but it's never just red ribbon week, is it? They have to throw in three other events happening at the school too. So today was also fall picture day. So with crazy sock day, crazy sock day on top of fall picture day. And also this week is their trunk or treat. And also their fall party. Yeah. And we had a book fair, parent-teacher conferences. It's literally like they shove it all into a week. It's like, oh, when's Red Ribbon Week? Let's plan our 900 events (laughs) that same week. (laughs) We'll just get it done all in in the same season. I'm so sorry, teachers, if you're listening. We yes. love you. We love you. <laughs> go listen to go listen to our first episode this season and <laughs> you'll know how much we love you. You know, it the teachers really don't have any No. It's not their doing. But they have to do and it. I know. And we listen, I'm with you. Maybe I'm just going to tell Haley Bell for the rest of the week like just listen. We're not we're not about drugs. We're not doing <laughs> drugs. I don't have time for crazy hair and she was supposed to wear a red shirt yesterday. We didn't have one. All we had was a red Gap sweatshirt. Girlfriend, it was 85 and she Ugh. wore it because it was red ribbon. Well, that was that was Landry. It was pajama day yesterday and she wanted to wear her flannel. It's in the 80s here too, almost 90. Her flannel onesie, like zip up unicorn pajamas that has the hood. And then I didn't want her to not have anything but underwear underneath just in case anybody like moved that zipper, you know? So I had her put like shorts and a t-shirt pajamas on underneath it. So she was, she was layered and she got in the car when I picked her up after school and I was like, Hey, how was, how was school? Did you like being in your PJs? And she goes, yeah, I was a little hot mom. <laughs> I was like, of course, of course you were like, I warned you, but this is what you chose. <laughs> It's a little warm. <laughs> She's like stripping down in the car. She was. She was like taking it all off. She was so hot. That's funny. So that is my visual for this episode is the starting lineup. It's a marathon race from Red Ribbon Week to New Year's Eve. We're mamas and we're on the go, go, go. Yeah. How do we, Megan, how do we juggle it all? One was the question. And then, you know, how do we kind of, I think more it's like staying afloat, like staying on top of things. What are some things over the years that we have discovered that work, that help us get through the daily kind of routine and the daily madness? So we've come up with 10 things for you guys. Yeah, 10 things that we do every day to survive the holiday busy schedule. I get to kick it off with the first, with the first one being... I try to set expectations for everyone. And y'all may think this is a little silly, like, sure, you set expectations for your family. Um, And when I say expectations, 
I try to tell my girls like, hey, if it's a crazy busy week and we've kind of talked through a little bit of that, don't if there's a 30 minute window where there's downtime, don't ask me to take you to the park. Don't we we don't have time to do this or that. So I just try to set their expectation and not in a mean, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just trying to be realistic for them so they know going into the week, okay, here's what mom has time to do. Here's what mom doesn't have time to do. Here's what I have time to do. Here's what they don't have time to do. Just setting expectations. I even did this for uh, back in the day with my employer. This might be a shocker, but I was late more days than I was on time. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) But I went into my employer and I would kind of give them a heads up. Hey, this is a really busy season. Logan's traveling. The girls have a million activities. They have holiday parties. They have recitals at school. There's all different things happening. I just need you to know, you know, I have these things and just helping set that expectation for your employer in a respectful way. Obviously, they're your employer. You know, you want to do that in a polite way, but I think it's helpful for them if they know, hey, here's what I've got going on for the next, what is it? It's more than 60 days. Yeah, two months. Yeah. Two months. So, um, and then family and friends too. I would tell my family, hey, if we can make an event, we'll make it. If we can't, we can't. Yeah, I do. Like with my, we don't have family in town. So, and I know that's not as big of a deal for you guys now because you're not living in town. But when you were in town, that Mm -hmm. was a big one to juggle if you do have a lot of family in town. But one thing that I've noticed with the setting expectations um, is that I have to do it. I kind of have to do it multiple times in my day, almost every day for my kids because they just have short attention spans, right? And so when we drop them off on the way to school, we might say something or at breakfast, you know? And then when I pick them up in the car rider line and on the car ride home, I'm like, hey, just a reminder, like the next 30 minutes, I need you to do blah, 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 blah. And then we can do this other thing, you know? And so just kind of me setting that that stage for them multiple times as we go into kind of the next moment of the day. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I even, um, and this kind of goes into number two, um, which I'll, I'll say that here in a second, but I would sometimes call a family meeting, but it would be like going into the whole season. It would be around Halloween time. Like, Hey, you guys know we get really, really busy November and December. We're just giving you a heads up. We're heading into that season. Like as a, have a little family meeting. Hey, remember this can be kind of crazy schedules. There's lots on the calendar. So even having a family meeting, but I like what you said too, Megan, about it being even constant throughout the day. Like, Hey, just remember we're in the car for the next three hours at 10 different stops. Like, yeah. Yeah. All right. So number one, set expectations. What's number two? Number two is have a game plan and then clue your people into your game plan. So I know that sounds a little bit like, you know, number one with the set expectations, but really my game plan is more about making a list of all of the things that we have going on. I usually did it weekly 
and then daily. And so I would have a game plan, like a broad view game plan for the week. Like, okay, here's what's happening every day. And then lists for every day. I was successful when I would clue, obviously Haley Bell is younger. And so some of it she gets and some of it she doesn't get, but cluing Audrey in, my teenager in to like, hey, here's the game plan for the day. That was helpful too. So one and two kind of go hand in hand together, like setting their expectation and then having a game plan and sharing the game plan with them. And Audrey's great because she may even need to tweak it. She goes, oh, mom, you know, being a teenager, they never tell you ahead of time. She'll go, oh, I have a debate tournament and I actually need you to pick me up at four. But if I don't share that game plan with her, she may not remember to tell me that. So I think that's important is it's great if you make one, but if you don't clue your people into it. Yeah. So the way that I did this, I've done this for years. We have one of those standard um, advent calendars, you know, that has, I think Ben got it for me probably five years ago, five or six years ago. And it has, you know, it's just December. So it wouldn't be for November, but it's just December. But I feel like December is the most crazy month. And it has um, little pockets for every day, you know, in December leading up to Christmas. And when they were younger, you know, I'd probably put little candies in it. But as they got older, I actually switched and started doing little note cards in every day. And it kind of recorded the big things that we had for that day going on. And it helped me to remember that to make sure that we're making time for fun because it can be so busy in the holidays and you just go, 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 go that you're like, wait a minute. Like we haven't even taken a quick minute to just enjoy doing this or enjoy doing that. And so I did these cards and every day in the advent calendar that helped my kids see kind of our game plan for the day. And not every day had it, but it definitely recorded some of the fun things that we were doing or the bigger, like if dad and I had a, Ben and I had a party to go to, you know, we might put that in there if they were having a babysitter. I love that because I think the fun does get lost in the busy, right? We just, it's like we try and make it so perfect that it actually ends up sucking sometimes. (laughs) Well, and a lot of times, even during this season, it's not even things that like you want to do. It's things that you have to do. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, like, like you said, all the holiday parties, all the recitals, all the games, you know, sporting events are still going on. It's just a lot. It adds up. And so squeezing in a little bit of fun and making a game plan and then letting them see that, yeah. it builds up excitement too. Yeah. It worked really well to have that calendar and every day they'd come down in the morning and they'd pull the card out and, you know, we kind of, and then sometimes Ben and I were like, oh man, I forgot we said we do that today, but it was a good reminder of making us do it, you know? Do it. Yeah. So something else that I did with my game plan, and I said this a minute ago, but I did I forgot to say this part, is making lists. I have a pile of notebooks beside my bed, and I had a lady from my office years ago tell me that, you know, yes, make your lists all day long that you need to make, you know, but make your final list at night right before you go to bed. Just kind of dump it out of your head onto that paper. And that has been so helpful for me to have that sitting. It's right on my nightstand. And I still do this to this day. I make a list before I go to bed. 
it's every night. It's good in the middle of the night too. How often do we wake up in the middle of the night thinking of something and then I'm, and then I tell myself, don't forget it. Don't forget it. And by the morning I forgot it. I'm like, ah, but if you have that list, it's just another way. I think it helps to take the stress out too a little bit more. All right. Number three, you ready? So use the hours that you've got. So this is some of that time management. Like you've got this list, right? But let's use the hours that you've got. So if you've, if you're an early bird, use those early morning hours to get some th- things done. Or if you're a night owl, stay up late and get it done. Or if you're like me, just sleep a lot because I don't like to get up early or <laughs> stay up late. <laughs> I feel like you use from 10 to like three o'clock. That's my time. That is your time. Yep. So I think that you've just got to figure out like what is your zone? Because for me, it's staying up late. That is when I am like, a workhorse. I get, I can juggle doing laundry, cleaning up the kitchen, typing out notes. A lot of times I'm working on podcast stuff and episode things. That is when it's like the girls are asleep into bed. Logan sometimes will go to bed early. It is when I get your brain works better at that hour. So I, I forever felt bad. Like back in the day when I was back in Texas and and in the insurance world and working, I would feel bad like, oh my gosh, it's 1 a.m. and I'm starting a load of laundry. And then I really realized, no, I'm like doing my things. I'm This needs to, instead of it being a negative, let me use this as a positive. This is when I'm most productive. Yeah. You got to own the time that you're good. Yeah. And use it, use it well. Yeah. So that was, I mean, just it's time management. And if you're an early bird, get up early and get your stuff done. So I like it. Um, number four is find a rhythm that works for you and your family and then do it. And I kind of wanted to explain this by saying <laughs> if that means eating out at Rosa's three times a week, then do it. If that's the rhythm, if that <laughs> or, is the rhythm. Or if people don't we, know what Rosa's is. Oh, Rosa's is like a, a Tex-Mex, Tex-Mex Rex, yeah. Mexican food to go. If you eat out like three or four times a week, who cares? Just do it. If that's what your family <laughs> needs, like it does not matter. Yeah. I think it's just about finding the rhythm that works for your family because I – know what works for me and my girls is not what works for Megan and her kiddos and her family. So um, just kind of own whatever rhythm that you find is working for you. It leads me to number five, tip number five. Don't listen to those haters. Right. Even yourself. Don't Mm, beat yourself up. That's a good one. So if there's a mom somewhere which, why do we do this as moms? I wish, actually just as ladies in general, I wish we wouldn't do this. But if there's someone in your ear giving you guilt about eating out three times a week with your family instead of cooking dinner for them, don't listen to that. You've just got to do what works for you in your family. And then don't beat your own self up if you're like, oh, I didn't hand make that costume. I had to go to Party City and buy my daughter's costume. <laughs> don't beat yourself up. Like stay off social media and pin, don't like be Pinteresting all the things that you, is that a word? Pinteresting that you can word think you should do. Like if you don't do it on the regular, don't try and shove it into December. <laughs> 
This is not happening during our marathon. No. uh, So yeah, just don't listen to the haters. Don't put yourself down. You've got this. Um, What is number six? All right. Number six. It is okay to say no to drugs too, right? But it is okay (laughs) to say no. My plate, my schedule is full. Maybe next time right? Like we say, we try to say yes to everything because we want to, like, we want to be able to do all things. And then that just like kills us and we become grumpy mom or grumpy wife or, you know, whatever. We just need to embrace the no. I actually have a little story to go along with this. If it's okay for me to share, I think. Um, so I was somehow sucked into this baby shower, wedding shower world. Do you remember that season of life? Yeah. It was like everybody's getting every, married and having babies. Uh-huh. Every weekend there was one or two or sometimes three showers to do and throw and host and participate in and decorate for and all the things. And when Logan took his job out of town, I remember I was hosting two different baby showers and I wanted to, like my heart is like you said a minute ago to say yes to all the things you want to be a hostess to a shower. Yes, of course. I love that person. I want to do it. I quickly realized I was going to start drowning. It was too many things and I was approached to host. So through this pulled off a baby shower and it was crazy and chaotic and, but pulled off a baby shower. And at that same exact baby shower was asked to host another one. And I remember almost just tearing up because my heartstrings were wanting to say, yes, of course I want to love and shower that person. But I knew I was already approaching my limit, my Mm -hmm. max. Mm -hmm. It was all I could do to get through that shower. I had a husband that was traveling. I worked full time. We were still do we were running a charity event. I had two girls I was juggling and that just felt like something just that one thing going on my plate. I just was almost at a breaking point. And I remember driving home and crying. I was telling Logan, "I I know I need to do this. I love this person so much. I I need to say yes and tell him I'll host the shower. I just have to get a better attitude." And he said, "No." You can say, no, I'm so sorry. I wish I could. I can't. I'm at my max point. I'm at a kind of a breaking point. I can't put anything else on my plate at this moment. And that's okay. And he really helped me see that there was freedom in that and that there was a loving and respectful way to say, I am so sorry. I just can't do this right now. Yeah, it does. It does. And it's important because I think as women, we do want to say yes, and we do want to be helpful and we do want to be involved in this friend's thing or this family's thing. And sometimes it just kind of steals our joy, you know? And if it does, I think that that is a no, like that's when it needs to be a no. Right. And, and here is the beauty in all of that is another lady stepped up, hosted it, And through one of the most amazing showers that I've ever been to, and I feel like that friend was probably more blessed by that than me running ragged trying to 
piece stress together. out and all of that yeah. over it. Yep. Yep. So I think that there is, I know it's hard. This out of all of our tips, this might be the hardest one to actually do, but we just want to tell you guys it's okay to say no in a loving and respectful way. Mm-hmm. Um, what? Okay. Number seven. Are we on number seven? Yeah. yeah. Man, we're going through these tips. I hope you guys are writing these. Are they writing them down? Do you Probably think they're good not. enough? <laughs> Do you think they're good enough to write down? Probably. It's a no. <laughs> um, it's tip number seven is work hard, but if you drop the ball, own it, fix it, and then continue to work hard. I think that that is so important. I'm glad my parents instilled in me a good work ethic because, you know, I want my girls to see that. But I also want them to know if you mess up on something because we are going to be in this two months of crazy busy season, there's probably going to be a ball that drops somewhere. Something's probably going to get messed up. And that's okay. Just own it, fix it, and then, you know, continue on. Or if somebody drops the ball on you, like offer grace, so much forgiveness, grace. love. Like it doesn't need to be a judgy, judgy moment of how no. could you do that to me? You know, like just loving them through and seeing them that they're working hard and that they might have, it just, things fall through the cracks. It just happens. Yeah. And I, I think you're right. I think these are tips that on both sides of the aisle, like if you're the one receiving them and you're the one using them. So hundred percent, Megan. All right. Number eight, let you guys, this is huge, huge, huge. Ask for help, right? Do not be afraid to ask for help. And then when you ask, receive it, like take it in, let somebody help you. If you're drowning in something, or if this is just a hard season for you, I understand that the holidays are more tender for me. And I, I kind of, get paralyzed some days or, or weeks, you know, where it's a little harder. And so I have to be willing to ask for help because otherwise I can't do some of the things that I, that do need to happen. Um, or the other flip side of it, Meg is maybe help someone. Yes. If you see somebody out there struggling, offer to help with something in some way. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's huge. Um, I think I oftentimes I see this actually on social media. A lot of people will post about how difficult of a season they're going through or just things are so busy and they don't have enough time to juggle all the things. And then there'll be a list of people going, well, you know, give me a call, text me, let me know what I can help with, or I'm right next door. Let me grab da, 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 da. But then there's never any follow-up with it. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard for us, I think, to ask for help sometimes and receive it. Yeah. I think we're, it's easy for us to tell because of Facebook and Instagram and social media platforms, it's easy for us to tell the world, hey, we're having a hard time. It's hard to then say, and I need help. Like yeah. a lot of people say, I'm having a really hard time. Let me tell you all about the difficult time I'm going through. And, but then saying, I could actually use some help and then receiving that help. So that's crucial too. Um, okay. 
Here is some of our last two. Number nine is don't forget to be present and soak it all in. I feel like this actually goes kind of with a little bit of your advent calendar idea, Megan, Mm -hmm. is just dropping in little moments of fun. But when you're at those holiday school parties with your kids or you're running them to softball practice or you're running to the next door neighbors for whatever event is happening there. Don't forget to just breathe and watch your kids and take pictures and soak up those fun moments in the midst of your crazy two months that you have. Yeah, like put the list down. Look at the people that are in front of you that you get to do life with and enjoy that time with them. Because we know it's going to fly by. You, Everybody knows you get to New Year's Eve and you go, Whoa. where did <laughs> where did the where did the last like three months go? I'm kind of like, where did 2021 go? <laughs> like <laughs> we're almost over. It's insane. So I think going, I think it's being realistic. Obviously, this whole episode is being realistic, going, okay, we get it. It's gonna be crazy busy. But then taking a step back and going, but that doesn't mean I can't soak up a few of these moments. And your kids will remember that. They will remember you, you know, baking Christmas cookies with them at their school or, you know, whatever moment you create in the next couple of months. And they'll also remember if you're super stressed out the whole time. (laughs) When I talk, and I know I talk a lot about my life back in Texas because I feel like it's so different from being here in Florida. But even just talking about it with my girls, when we reflect back on it, neither one of them talk about it being crazy, busy, or insane. They don't remember it that way. They remember it as in we got to participate in softball and in choir and in volleyball, and we had lots of family events that we went to, and we got to enjoy all of the holiday activities. They remember us just taking them to those things And behind the scenes, I'm, you know, like sweating in a bathroom stall, like trying (laughs) to like buckets, like trying to gather myself and remember where the next thing that we're going to is. Ladies, I've been there, but they don't see that. They see their mom showing up for them. They see their mom working hard. She's going to work or she's working from home. Or if you're a stay at home mom, she knows you're handling everything at the house. Like, they, that is what they see. So I love that. All right. Number 10 is Number a happy one. 10. The final one. We want you to celebrate your wins, big or small. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. You're just going to get burnt out if you don't. It will literally make your day. And if that means doing something for yourself in some small way, then you need to do that. So if it is going to get a pedicure by yourself or Megan, what's another thing that, you know, I mean, it could be as simple as, uh, um, just watching a Christmas movie. If you like to do those, you know, all the Hallmark (laughs) movies that come out that we're all rolling through taking a bath. Some people love just to kind of get alone and take a bath. Um, man, there've been times I've just said, Hey, I've got to go run an errand. And I just get in my car and like drive around the, like around the street. And then I have my iPad and I'll just sit in there and I might watch a show in my car, like five seconds from my home, but just to have a little alone time and breathing time for me. I think that's important. 
it's a breather. So yeah. we want you to celebrate your wins, big or small. They're gonna, it's gonna look different for everybody over the next two months. So if it's remembering, you know, five different appointments, you know, then celebrate that. I did that. I remembered. If it's getting your kids to school on time or for the next successfully getting through Red Ribbon Week, like I feel <sighs> like I should be eating cookie dough by the end of the week, right? They're selling cookie dough <laughs> on top of on top of the week. <laughs> That's funny. I can provide it for you. <laughs> Would and you like a bucket? No, I'm good. I'm good. A bucket? It's a bucket. They, they come in these oh giant my gosh. buckets. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Whatever suits you guys, whatever fills your tank, do that. Do it. Do it. Um listen, we think that you guys out there are pretty crazy cool. And um, I I think we just want you to know we're cheering you on. It was a great question that we had from a listener. So we appreciate that. Um, we wanted you guys, I hope, I mean, I think that's our hope is that these tips actually help somebody go, okay, I can do this. Like I can implement a few of these or all of them. Yeah. I feel like a lot of them are common sense. It's just sometimes we need the reminder, you know, of, oh yeah, that's a great one that I need to think of as I'm heading into this chaotic season, you know? Yep. We're cheering you on this holiday season. You guys can do this. Um, if you have a great tip that helps you kind of get through the holiday season, yeah, we would love to know that. Let's add to the list. It doesn't have to end at 10. Nope. Um, so let us know. Make sure you comment. We do posts, you know, all throughout the week. And so you can comment on those. Uh, you can send us an email if you go to our website, themegspodcast.com. Send us an email if you've got a question or a great tip for our listeners out there. We would appreciate it. Yes. And as always, thank you for listening. But Meg, before we go, I want to give a shout out to our new kind of Christmas holiday line in our shop. Our shameless plug. I, I know. Okay. So <laughs> my favorite, I don't know what your favorite thing is because I think we have like nine or 10 new things, all Christmas related. My favorite is um, what are the, one of the Christmas mugs and actually you came up with the saying for it and it says <laughs> on one side of the mug, it says, I'm a Grinch before coffee. And then you flip it over on the other side and it says after coffee, I'm basically Santa Claus. <laughs> Boom. I Mic love drop. it. There's not a truer statement for right? me during, I know. during Christmas. Yeah. Um, that might be my favorite too, but I actually love, there's a pillow that I, uh, you designed and it says joy to the world and I've already got it in my cart. I'm yep. really excited about yep. that. So you guys go check out. We have all of those new Christmas items to even help you get into the holiday season even more. We would love, love to share those with you. Um, thanks for listening. And y'all don't forget to squeeze the good today. She's already, she's already upset with me. This is officially the bloopers reel. This is the end of the podcast. And if you've made it this far, well, one, thanks for listening to the Meg's podcast today. Two, you're officially our favorite listener. Right? Nobody makes it to the end in a podcast ever. 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 It's, it's like the movie... 
credit end scenes where everybody's walking out. I know, but now all these movies are coming out with like end reels, which is this great. Could be, this could be our end, our bloopers end reel. Okay, so here you guys go. The, the ones that are still here. You're awesome. You're amazing. And go just like squeeze the crap out of lemons today. We're, scree- <laughs> we're squeezing craps out of lemons today. You are awesome. You're our favorite listener. Thank you so much.